you know okay in the 90s yeah there was this the scientists were doing a re- research mm-hmm. and they give they put like different stocks on the newspaper and they hung them on a wall mm-hmm. and then they told them they gave a monkey darts and to throw darts at the different stocks and then that that the monkeys thought would, would perform well wait monkeys and then, can actually throw darts yeah monkeys can throw darts i didn't know that <laughs> so so those monkeys Mm. when compared to top hedge fund managers yeah. they actually beat the managers you know that wow. like the, the stocks the monkeys chose mm-hmm. were better than the ones that these intelligent <laughs> hedge fund hedge fund guys chose which is really weird Welcome back to the season 2 of the Money Trees Network podcast. I'm your host Edgar Kaba, always joined by my co-host JJ. Uh thank you for tuning into this episode and uh, we hope you really enjoy it. Uh, today we'll be talking about basically s- different streams of income that you can use uh aside from what you do day to day. It's just so that you can earn something on the side. So basically it's just side hustles that you can start today just start doing and try make some tunes yeah yeah we'll be talking about side hustles as edgar said and um yeah so one way of earning money to the side is through affiliate marketing so affiliate marketing is like um say you have a, a youtube video that you've done maybe a blog in and you put you put the link of a certain item from a certain store in your description so when your viewers click that link you will earn money from it like commission so every time somebody clicks your link you get a commission so this is really this is a really good idea to indulge in if you're a content creator um yeah mostly content creators will benefit from this because you know they have a huge following and a huge um, fan base so youtube video makers tiktok video creators or even maybe a very good photographer you can you can paste links to certain products that you think your your audience would be interested in and you can get com- getting get a small commission from it so there's some popular affiliate marketing programs some of them is like Jumia, Kilimall, <clears throat> iPay Africa, HubSpot among others so with Jumia Jumia have an affiliate marketing program so they pay you 11% commission on every click on your on the link that you you give you shared out to your audience so the program is really easy you just uh, go and identify a product you, you think your audience will be interested in like say your your um your content creator on youtube who does who talks about football or sports so maybe you can go on jumia and get a 
sports gear, sportswear, anything to do with sports, you get the link to that product and then you can paste it on your description for your YouTube video so that because of, of course if you're a if you're um a sports guy. A sports guy, if you're a sports yeah. guy talking about sports then the, sports people want to buy your stuff. Yeah, exactly. And since they 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 relate to what you say a lot, you can get um you, if you since you relate with them a lot, they tend to have more trust in your opinion on certain products. Like yeah. Oh like for example if like uh we did an episode on how you can make money through your music. Mm-hmm. The episode you did with Dark and Alvin and yeah, yeah. like when you're an artist and then yeah. let's say you record, of course you record a lot. So yeah. maybe other artists want to know maybe what gear you're using, which mic, maybe which mixer, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. all of that. Yeah. So exactly. like um you can earn some earn some some cash if if let's say you refer people to whatever mic or whatever product you're using to make your music so yeah uh, yeah 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 just this that's just basically it so that's affiliate marketing it's really popular Kwanza, if you have a huge following this is something you can pursue because you know the people will continue watching your videos will continue viewing your content and people as you grow your audience grows and when your audience grows more people will click your link people who want to put out content like you will click your link so that they can at least get the things you use like edgar said and um yeah Mm. that's that's it also another way you can like make money on the side is through freelancing. So what you need to do, first of all, with freelancing, you need to have the skills. Like if you're a photographer, you need to know how to take good photos. You need to know how to, you need to know everything that you need to know under photography, video creator, a video editor, a videographer. You need to know, you need to be very skilled in that, in that, um, what do you call it, in that field. Uh, if you're a writer, you need to be a really good writer. So first of all, if you are in the, if you want to, in, to indulge in freelancing, you need to have the skills ready. So when you have the skills, you need to get a good portfolio. Like you need to, if you're a photographer, for example, you need to take photos, like um, maybe put it up on Instagram or have a website where you just display your photos so that if uh, anyone wants to see them, they can see them easily. So once you have the, your skills ready, you can, and you've already built a nice portfolio, this makes it easier for you to be approved by these freelancing websites. And some of these websites are uh, people per hour, peoplepereour.com. There's also Fiverr, Kuhasole. Kuhasole is actually like a really Kenyan one. Like I think it's 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 by Kenyans. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean like really Kenyan. Yeah, even in the name. It's just Kenyan. Yeah, it's in the name. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can 
get into these websites, register, uh, register an account, um, provide every provide all the details you need to provide so that they can register you. So after doing that, um, once you have all, you've listed all your skills. Let's say you're you're uh, you're an you're a sound engineer so you do audio mixing you can mix people's vocals and songs you can mix people's podcasts you can mix and master different vocals and all that so you need to include all that under your skills category and then kuhasul or fiverr or people power will do the job for you they'll refer you to jobs that meet your criteria so that meet your skills sorry so you can get okay my favorite one is people per hour you can get mm -hmm. this like really so much you can do in people per hour there's a lot there's a there's um if you're a, if you do comic books i saw the section for drawings and animations even professional people can get uh, jobs from people per hour. I saw people. I saw jobs for law, legal advice. There's so much you can do. Like if you go to the website right now, if you just search it up, I'm sure if you have developed some skill in any field, you won't. You you'll have to find it there. You know, it. it I think this all ties down to our previous episodes, because um we had an episode from turning your hobby into a stream of income. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this one of the ways, honestly, if you have a hobby, something like you like to do in your spare mm -hmm. time, then you can easily monetize it. If I just, <clears throat> if I'm good at drawing, I can go to that people power. There's even this website called Guru. I don't think you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah um, I know Guru, Guru, yeah. Yeah, so you can do so, like, there's so much you can do on those websites, Kina Five and stuff, and like, there's a price point for everything. Like, the only issue I'd say with those um, online marketplaces is that like it's super competitive. Like it's so 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 competitive. So, I guess starting out will be slow, but uh, once you get your first few clients, then things will start opening up. Because if yeah. you really don't have anything to show, then yeah. what do you have to attract people I, that, I think that's the biggest issue with it so I think you just need to work on it not for let's say the money at first just work on it because you work you love what you're doing and then soon enough you'll get noticed and you'll start blowing up yeah yeah um, also this freelancing websites are safe because like with people power and Fiverr and Guru, before you, you okay, they're safe in terms of money lending, like receiving money and, and also if you're also looking for, for somebody to do some job for you, you can still use the same website. You just need to post the job and post the instructions. So it's safe because they use an escrow account. So an escrow account is a, it's like a picture it, as a mediator. So the funds are transferred into the escrow account so you the freelancer the one who's doing the job and your employer let's say you finish the job your employer will transfer the money to the escrow account so before you get the money they'll have there'll have to be a mutual agreement that the job has been done 
to the employer's satisfaction and then that's the only time you'll receive the money so yeah it's quite safe so yeah okay my my favorite one for these side hustles or basically trying to make money on the side i'd say are etfs um if you if you are a frequent listener of, of this podcast you know i i i love investing i love value investing i i just like the financial um products that are offered that i'm really really into them and one of them is uh, etfs or basically in full an exchange traded fund some people call it mutual funds the mm-hmm. i think many people are aware of them like aware of their existence but they don't really know what it's about um so like uh, just a short definition it's like an etf or a mutual fund is like a it's a listed investment product it just tracks a basket of, of shares in companies not necessarily just shares alone but it can be shares bonds commodities like gold and oil basically it's like think of it as this big big basket of thousands or hundreds mostly or even thousands of different individual stocks like example um if you have uh the nasdaq all those nasdaq stocks yeah in one like it's basically one small bite in uh yeah in oh, different yeah, like yeah. it's like it's, you see it's one pie and then there is a collection of stocks bonds or commodities whichever there's so many different ones mm-hmm. so basically like what's so good about them is like diversifications for one cuz if if have hundreds of of stocks in one in one in and you're investing in all of them at once virtually then it spreads out your risk like you're not dying on one hill mm-hmm. you know you're yeah, not yeah. on on yeah. one amc or gamestop to yeah. the moon mm-hmm. and then back mm-hmm. to mcdonald's you see like mm-hmm. it spreads out your risk it's it's like uh it's a pro and a con at the same time because when you diversify yourself that thing you reduce your margin of profit but at the same time you're securing your your funds you know mm. like the first rule of investing is don't make money don't lose your money as long as you've lost not your money lost not lost your money then you've mm. won you've won the market mm. so yeah that's the first rule just don't lose money so with oh, mutual okay. funds it's it's so it's hard it's hard to to lose your money Mm-hmm. uh because you know you're diversified and they're really different from index funds for example um index funds now are a hedge fund a hedge mm-hmm. fund now uh you invest in a hedge fund and then they they like trade your money for you like they trade the market for you like they tell you they're guaranteeing you this percentage over this amount of time sometimes it's ludicrous mm-hmm. and You know okay in the 90s yeah there was this the scientists were doing a re- research mm-hmm. and they give they put like different stocks on the newspaper and they hung them on a wall mm-hmm. and then they told them they gave a monkey darts and to throw darts at the different stocks and then that that the monkeys thought would, would perform well 
Wait, monkeys and can then, actually throw darts. Yeah, monkeys can throw darts. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, so those monkeys, mm. when compared to top hedge fund managers, yeah. they actually beat the managers. You know that. Wow. Like the the stocks the monkeys chose mm-hmm. were better than the ones that these intelligent <laughs> hedge fund hedge fund guys chose, which is really weird. So yeah. like it just comes to show that. No one, no one has no mastered one, the market. Yeah. No one can tell you that. No one can guarantee you that they'll make this amount by this time because you just don't know. You don't know what will mm-hmm. happen tomorrow. So you can't really guarantee anything. But you see, the mutual funds, they're investing in so many things that the margin for error is like large. Yeah. So large. So you don't have the fear of uh, losing uh, your money. But of late, I think they've been introducing gold gold ETFs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you, it's like it's easier to, like you can buy like really small, small, small. Okay, not physical gold, but you can buy like small amounts of gold. It's like just to, to keep your wealth. Yeah, and then um, mm-hmm. another good thing about mutual funds is you don't have to keep track of every single investment your ETF. Is in like since it has hundreds of stocks, you don't have to look at a hey, how is Apple stock performing, a hey, how is new stock performing. Mm. See, they if you invest in one or two or three, yeah, yeah. So ETFs are usually run by fund experts that they they report, they report like even the Nairobi Stock Exchange, they have yeah. they had a Barclays ETF for gold. I'm not sure if it's still around. Mm-hmm. But for example, reporting is to be done through the NSC, so you don't have to do it yourself. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and also it's 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 cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they they offer lower expense ratios. Yeah, so you can invest like little amounts. It, most ET, ETFs in Africa, uh, I'm not sure about most of them, but abroad, like globally. I know Vanguard. Vanguard have a lot of ETFs on available. Uh yeah, and you can you can invest in as little as let's say hundred dollars. So yeah, so like in, in alternatively to keeping money in you know in a bank account or something, you can just mm-hmm. like keep your money on ETF. That way you're not it's not just sitting there, it's working, but even though it has a small percentage, mm-hmm. you're still you're still you're still maintaining your your wealth, especially now yeah. with uh, things like inflation with COVID. COVID the best yeah, thing COVID. is to go away from cash because uh, uh, even though yeah. cash is king at the moment, it's it's looking bulky. Because imagine twenty two percent of all the US dollars in in circulation are printed in two thousand and twenty. Wow! Like of late, there's so much printing. Yeah. That in all the years that the US dollar has been in existence, it's lost like ninety six percent of its value. Oh, that's crazy. Like since when nineteen oh eight when the dollar was first used to twenty twenty, you can check how much value it has lost. Yeah. So right now if you're keeping your money in cash, mm-hmm. yeah. I I bet I guess it's in, it's in low amounts, but you know, cash is still king at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, whatever you choose to invest in is whatever you choose to invest in. Like, I'm not trying to 
discourage like all those other investment investment uh products like let's say if you're into forex or into stocks or into even the index funds that i'm trashing like i'm not forcing you to do etfs but it's just more secure and it's just lower risk and at the end of the day more risk more reward it just depends on how much you're willing to lose yeah so yeah so it's just up to you at the end of the day i'm not really a I'm not really a financial expert to know that which is better than niche, but those are just my thoughts anyway. Mm. Yeah. I think the craziest thing I've learned today is that monkeys control that. I did not <laughs> know that. <laughs> yeah, man, monkeys are smart. Monkeys are smart. <laughs> yeah, I'd actually want a pet. I'd actually want a pet monkey, bro. Those things are so cool. If I was gonna. By a pet monkey, I'd call him George. Like Curious George. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can you just do something crazy? Where did that show yeah. go, by the way? I don't even know. Yeah. So anyway, guys, uh, we've talked about um, um, all this stuff. So these are just our thoughts. We are not telling you that this is the way to go. You should do your own research. We're just like shedding some light on things that maybe you did not know or like bringing new stuff to you that you did not know so yeah first uh most importantly like the example that guy gives the monkey threw the darts and it beat those hedge fund managers so do your own research and yeah thank you for listening to the money trees network podcast if you have any feedback on this episode or the money trees network as a whole feel free to uh, give us your feedback on twitter and instagram at moneytreeske and if you're listening to this episode on apple podcasts uh, please give us a five star rating as it will help us grow our reach thank you